The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome in. This is our special day today. I hope you're listening closely. Uh, matter of fact, I would encourage you today to have a pencil and a piece of paper with you because seriously, I think you're going to want to take some notes. Our topic today is one that can benefit you tremendously. And visiting with us, Erin Keo Rankin from Arosa Care. Morning, Bart. Good morning. Good to have you with us today. Thank you. It's always a pleasure being here. And you know what? Every day is a special oh, day. Every day is special. Yes, it is. But now uh, you brought a, a special guest with you yes. who has information that everyone needs. She is just chock full of all the knowledge and expertise. We have this morning Melinda Brown, attorney at law. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm wonderful today. Good, good, good. Yeah, Melinda is just such an experienced attorney here in the Murfreesboro area and beyond if needed right yes and um, really as far as you know from a senior perspective I don't know Bart have you have you established your estate planning I'm working on it it changes regularly it does change regularly okay well good we can we can certainly talk about that what at what point do you create an estate plan and you know, is it fluid and, and what have you? But Melinda, tell us as far as from your perspective, how long have you been in practice and um, how do you enjoy working with seniors? Oh, uh, well, I have been uh, in a practicing attorney in Murfreesboro for 13 years um, coming up in October. Mm-hmm. So just coming up right around the corner. Um, I do a lot of different work with different groups of people and, um, Seniors are definitely something, they, they have a real special place in my heart. I just absolutely love working with them. They have the best stories. They're so fun. Uh, we really have a wonderful time. I have a few other attorneys that I end up working with um, in different contexts. Uh, but we just all, that we have a small group of us here locally. We just absolutely love our seniors and we love our disabled community. We, we just love so many of these special people that we get to work with. Right. So it's not only estate planning services that you offer, but you also serve as conservator, right? Yes. And you work with, you set individuals up, social security, disability, things of that nature. So let's just jump in. How, how's that? Yeah. That sounds like a winner. Well, when you talk about social security and all of that, is that, do you bring that into your estate planning it will always be part of your estate plan. Either you have access to some type of social security resource or you do not. And, and it makes a huge difference if you do or you don't. Uh, it also makes a difference if you have uh, a spouse that maybe was a homemaker, they didn't earn a whole lot. Uh, you have to plan for what they're gonna be able to draw off of your own social security and what that looks like if you have um, I have a lot of grandparents right now who are who are raising their grandchildren, yes. and we ha- we're seeing a lot of that. That changes dramatically how you want to handle your state estate plan because you may need to provide for some of these other children. You may have uh, your own children have some kind of uh, disability or illness or drug addiction or whatever is causing 
the need for you to raise your grandkids. Uh, so you may need to skip them. And so we, we have a lot mm-hmm. of different issues that we have to deal with um, from that perspective. But Social Security is, is pretty much a huge part of most everybody's disability and uh, estate plans in general. So if you do not plan for it, if you don't include it, uh, your spouse could be left out, left out of the picture. Well, they might not know that they're entitled to benefits. That's typically the biggest thing that we have is we see people all the time who don't know that they might be able to draw off of their spouse when their spouse reaches retirement age. They, they just never even knew that. And sometimes the Social Security office is really good about informing people of what benefits they have and, and that there's something maybe there are other uh, dependents might be able to receive, but sometimes the Social Security is not. They have a lot of turnover. They have a lot of new folks over there all the time. It's very difficult to get a hold of somebody. So if you don't know that you're entitled to those benefits, you don't even know to, to look for them. So would this come out in a counseling session with you, somebody who's just starting this plan? Yes. So anytime when we have estate planning, um, the first session that I have with folks, we just do a consult. We just talk to them about their assets, their their debts and obligations, what heirs they have, who do they want to make sure they're providing for. Um, you know, we try to look at the whole picture and Social Security is obviously a very big part of that uh, because they need to know what they're receiving currently, but then they also need to know if they pass away, is their spouse going to receive something from them or is their spouse going to be better drawing off of their own earnings. So we have to discuss some of those things when we're getting started. And I guess getting, getting to know the person is so important. And, and is. this is yes. where Arosa Care <laughs> fits in. You already know the people. You have a sort of a feel for what they need. Absolutely. Melinda, actually, we were chatting prior to going on air. You want to share your story? Uh, well, so I was appointed by the court to be a conservator over an individual. There was... Um, a rather complicated legal matter that came about and it caused a lot of difficulty within the family. So uh, the court went ahead and just appointed me to be a third party. And as long as that individual could stay at home and live with family, my job was fairly simple and straightforward. Um, But there comes a point where someone may need to go into a different living situation. And when that happens, it's very difficult for family to acknowledge it. It's difficult for the individual to acknowledge it. And for me as a as an independent person, it's very difficult for me to know when is it appropriate. And you never want to force someone to do something, but you have to protect them. So that was a a situation I was very, very fortunate that um, an educational seminar I went to, there was someone from Arosa who was there and who was speaking to us. And I thought, man, this is the this is exactly what I need. It's a great so, resource. Yes. Yeah, so I was able to connect with uh, Nikki mm-hmm. and she's absolutely phenomenal. She came in. She helped us do safety assessments, see what's going mm-hmm. on. Do we need do we need to change the living arrangement? Um, and then once you make that decision and you find the right place, there's so many little Things. It's just overwhelming how many little things have to be dealt with. And so Arosa is wonderful to help with those types of challenges, um, not just for, for me as an attorney. You know, I, I have resources, I have connections, and I certainly can research a lot of things. But I look at it and say for the average person who may not know these things, 
having a ROSA is absolutely invaluable <laughs> to right. them to, to be able to make those transitions um, like they need to very smoothly and really help kind of iron out changing medicals, changing, you know, pharmacy issues, getting just all the little things that right. have to be dealt with. Getting them set up for success in this different chapter in their lives. And, you know, I've always liked in care management, we're like the professional daughters. <laughs> they, they are. They're yeah. absolutely one. Same, same amount of love. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you really get to know these people uh, which is why you do such a great job for them. Well, thank you. Yes, we, we certainly try, and, um, you know, it works both ways. And so we just meet our clients where they are at the time of the phone call, the initial phone call, and we truly walk alongside them, and we partner with them as well as the other professional uh, providers in their their care, whether it be attorneys, physicians, um what have you. I mean, we are part of that family. So we don't take it lightly. We take it very seriously, and we're very honored and humbled. By the way, we do take uh, calls as far as, uh, as far as text messages go. We probably are going to stay away from phone calls because we never know what direction <laughs> the question's going to go. Uh, and I don't mean about this topic. I mean, any topic. Just something we're blindsided sometimes. Uh, so if you have a, a question, it's 615-893-1450, and that is uh, strictly by text. Um, let me read this one before okay, we sure. before we uh, <laughs> ask it, because I want to be sure we're not surprised on a text yeah, also. Yeah, Tell us a little more about how Arosa helps with people, how you get to know people, and, and at what point do you know this person needs some redirection? Well, it is one where there's an initial consultation and getting to know we like to go into their home or wherever home is for them. For some individuals, it's the senior living community. And uh, for other, I mean, my goodness, we we've have, at, have had out-of-state consultations wherein they're considering relocating here. However, they don't have an established physician. They don't have an established attorney. They, they have a lot of loose ends, and so they will reach out to us. They can always find us. They find us on the web, uh, arosacare.com, A-R-O-S-A-C-A-R-E.com. And uh, we're also part of the ALCA, the Aging Life Care Association, so they, they can find us on that website and um, so really we are professional care managers we're licensed as far as uh, nurses social workers counselors even physical therapists we have on the team we're certified through ALCA so we have that piece of, of the pie but then also on the flip side of the coin um, BART with Arosa we also offer non-medical caregiving and so those individuals it's just a beautiful um, service that is provided wherein we implement we meet them where they are we discuss as far as what are their goals for a lot of people it's just like let's stop the bleeding first and you know get get you through this crisis but we're trying to avoid the crisis so that hence you know estate planning better to have it not needed versus need it and not have it and of course with estate planning you always need it right Regardless, everyone will need it eventually. Yes. yes. And so, you know, earlier I jokingly said that we liken ourselves to being professional daughters, but that is one wherein 
we treat each client as if they are our own family member and we will advocate for that individual. I cannot tell you how many times myself and my colleagues have been in the emergency room with a client and the physician is really not hearing what the client is saying and reporting and we will definitely step in and say no 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 this is what's taken place these are the meds this is the history and these are the family dynamics and um, really we're going to advocate for you to keep this individual overnight um, for monitoring purposes while we also work closely with the case manager there at the hospital to develop a, a plan of care after discharge. Here's a question about uh, setting up an estate, and it's a little on the complicated side. Uh, this person has remarried. They've been remarried for about 10 years. Their spouse does not want to have any relationship with their older children. The person had two older children, nor does she want to have any relationship with our grandchildren. Uh, I would like to set up an estate, but I also want to have something for my older children. Can that be done? Yes, that absolutely can be done. That's probably one of the more common issues that we're facing these days with a lot, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a lot of blended families. Mm. And you have a lot of um, very dramatic issues that have, have occurred. Sometimes that, you know, the, the, the new spouse, they also have children. And when you're doing estate planning, you have your basics where the state of Tennessee, they have an estate plan for you. There's statutes out there that say exactly what's going to happen. If you don't put something in place, the state's going to handle it for you and you're not going to like what happens with it usually. Um, so that's where you can develop. You can do a will, but you do have some issues that come up. If you just do a standard will, the spouse can elect against the will. So it may not end up being what you want and to have happen would um, she uh, go against the will prior to it being put in place or, or do you it's after just, death after death when so they you go, have no say yep you have no say at all so you need to be aware of those kinds of things in a situation where we're dealing with blended families and you really do want to create um, a plan that's going to not only provide for your spouse but also for other children you really want to put a trust into place is typically the best way to do that we also have other situations where maybe we don't like our in-laws and who who our children have selected to be their life partners we don't really like them very much or we don't trust them very much um, and so you can put your assets into a trust and then you can control what happens with those assets long term well after your death and it doesn't end up going through the probate process, um, it, it avoids a lot of courts. It really does help if you do it properly. Um, and another key thing that I love to tell people when they're dealing with these complicated situations, I usually tell them, get your plan in place, sit everybody down, just sit them all down in one place and say, here's my plan. Here's what I'm doing. Here's why I'm doing it. And if anybody's got an argument, tell me now. And if, if everybody's you know, you speak now. That's it. That's all you get. Don't come up after I'm dead and have this whole big fight about this stuff because 
I've done it. Beautiful family and, dynamics. Yeah. And, and yeah, and that's where Rosa, we, we, we would be honored to be a part of that conversation and help navigate or mediate, rather, because we don't have a dog in the fight, so to speak, but we certainly want there to be equal say for everyone. But we're, like I said, we're going to advocate for our client. If the client is requesting that, then absolutely we will be there to help ensure that my client is being heard. And oftentimes there's parts of that estate plan that you make certain arrangements specifically to plan for someone who becomes elderly and may need additional care and services. And you try to make those arrangements. And that's where if you have Arosa involved, they can help sort of explain some of the details of why we're making the plan the way we're making it. But I always encourage everyone if if you've got these complicated family issues to just sit everybody down be open, be straightforward with it, explain what's going to happen, explain to everybody what your thought process is. And then that way, nobody's surprised. And, you know, when you're passed away and they're, they're, they're raw, they're emotionally very difficult times, they're, they're dealing with a lot of issues, they're not going to be surprised and have what they consider to be some kind of slap in the face. Yeah. And they don't understand your reasoning. They don't know why you did what you did. And it causes more family tension. Right. So, I like to avoid all of that. Mm -hmm. It really makes the probate process smooth. It makes a transition after someone's passing so much easier. Melinda, you mentioned the probate. Can you explain that? I mean, probate is usually it's about a a year's time frame. The fastest you can can do a regular size estate. Now, small estates are a little different if you really don't have much of, of anything. You just have nominal $50,000 or less to transfer. Uh, You can do small estates relatively quickly, but anything over that, a standard estate, sometimes if you have certain assets, the whoever it is that's trying to transfer it runs into issues and you have to open probate in order to transfer the title to something. Um, But the probate process, it does take six to 12 months under the best of circumstances it's it's a lengthy process you do have to notify all of the creditors so any anybody that the person owes money to you you have to notify them you do publish it in the newspaper and then you have to wait it out and see whether or not people people are filing claims and things if you plan your estate properly you don't really need to open a probate estate all the stuff can kind of happen outside of the court process and therefore a lot of it is not accessible to your creditors which is really helpful for a lot of people trying to avoid uh, a lot of creditor issues so we you know we do try to plan as much as possible to limit you know any tax issues or obligations and you also try to eliminate having to have the court involved in the process. What about individuals that say, I don't own a lot. I mean, I'm, you know, I rent an apartment, my car's paid for, what have you. What do you say to that individual? And for someone in that situation, we typically will just give them a consult and say, here are the things that we see that will need to go through some kind of process. Okay. Sometimes they don't need to really do much. Um, you know, sometimes... There, there isn't much to, that's going to have to be transferred. They don't have property to sell. They don't have things that need to be retitled. They could retitle something while they're living and put someone else's name on it with them. And therefore, they don't. it just goes to that person upon their death. And so there's lots of things that 
you don't necessarily need a huge estate plan, but you need a plan. Yes. Everybody's going to have to have a plan. Yes. And the, the other key thing that we do when we're doing estate planning is powers of attorney. That's extremely helpful. Um, when you have people whose health is declining or they're in the hospital or something, they need somebody right. has to have access to go pay their bills and right. take care of things or to make health care decisions. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of those types of issues that if you plan and you, you designate a certain person, we also do sort of advanced care directives. Yes. So that, you know, people understand if I'm in a vegetative state for yes. 10 days and the doctor is saying there's really no hope, then, you know, terminate life support. I don't want to live that way. Right. Um, but that's an extraordinarily difficult decision for someone who doesn't know yeah. uh, the wishes to make that decision. And, you know, as as a family member, I've you know, we've we've had to make those choices for people. And if you don't know what they want. You always feel bad. You always feel guilty. There's there's a lot of emotional drama. You can avoid that for sure in planning. I know that is one uh, line of service that Arosa can provide. We serve as healthcare power of attorney um, for quite a few of our our clients. We find that especially when adult children, loved ones reside out of state, so they prefer that that Arosa serve as the healthcare power of attorney, the primary. And the adult child that resides out of state can be the secondary health care power attorney. So that is one, one great service we provide. However, we, w- we do not touch their finances. We, we cannot uh, and will not um, serve as a financial power of attorney. What we can do if family members inquire, we will give them a list of resources that they can you know, tap into. We're going to pause for just a moment, and we will continue the conversation. If you have a question... We're talking about senior moments, and our focus is on you. And it's brought to you by Arosa Care. Stay with us. Does being a caregiver for your loved one wear you out? Then Arosa Care is here to help. Arosa has an experienced team of caregivers and licensed care managers who help families make educated decisions regarding the aging process. This is Erin Keo Rankin. Let me help you. Call us at 615-848-6774 or find us at arosacare.com. Tire World has begun its last at-cost tire sale of the year. Now through Saturday, all passenger and light truck tire brands will be sold at cost. Plus, we're also taking 20% off installation. There are also manufacturer rebates up to $110 on brands such as Bridgestone, Firestone, and Continental. So, no markups, discounts, and rebates for one week only. Don't miss out and call Tire World today. Tire World, we keep your family rolling. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. 
A heat advisory is in effect for the forecast area. Sunny skies here this afternoon, high in the upper 90s. Then for tonight, mostly clear, low near 74. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 73. Good morning. Still very heavy on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow areas. That traffic still tries to get out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville. Just that normal heavy traffic all the way up through the Hickory Hollow area. Traffic still crowded over here past the airport. I-40 westbound at Donaldson Pike as you come through Hermitage into Donaldson. And still not too bad on 65 as you come down uh, 65 right now in the Madison area. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is on display right now at the Wilson County Fair. Be sure to stop by and see enjoy some of that princess hot chicken i'm commander chuck with your on-time traffic hi this is amanda from animal city and our hand-fed baby bird nursery is starting to fill up if you are looking for your next sweet feathered companion come in and see us find your next pre-loved pre-spoiled pet here at animal city be sure to check out our downstairs level here at Animal City, we would like to thank Murfreesboro for letting us be your family-owned and operated pet store for 33 years. Animal City is located at 919 Northwest Broad Street. Sometimes, strange things can happen. Coast to coast, all night, every night. There's really no reason to be afraid. On WTNS AM FM Online. Welcome back. It's our special broadcast today of Senior Moments. And with us is Aaron Keel Rankin from Arosa Care. Also, local attorney Melinda Brown with us, answering your questions about setting up an estate. Any other thoughts you want to share with that person who sent us a question? Um, certainly, I think it would be a really good idea for them to um, to get with an attorney as soon as they can, uh, and really just start thinking about how they want to deal with that issue, uh, making sure that they're providing for everyone involved. You're never going to be able to, you know, soothe the family and make everybody friends and, and act like family. But certainly you, you'd need to make some kind of step happen in order to get everybody that you love protected when you pass away. Melinda, you know, Bart, you had mentioned earlier at the top of the hour as far as, yes, you have an estate plan. However, you're in the process of changing that. So, Melinda, can can the individual change his or her mind, what, just once a year or when there's a life event that changes? How does that work? Uh, any individual who creates a will, um, they should be able to change it whenever they want to. Okay. Stuff changes all the time. People come, people go, people pass away, people get remarried. Uh, you know, it, it's constant that you have some kind of life-changing events that are happening. And the law changes. The law changes regularly. So it is always a good idea. Uh, we typically recommend every two to five years okay. as, as a minimum that people pull their estate plan out, that they they contact their attorney and they say, what do I need to do? Are there any changes? Is there anything that, that needs to be adjusted? Um, you know, something that we might want to just make a quick change. And a lot of people, they forget what they put in there. They don't even remember what it looked like. So when they read it over, they think, eh, maybe I don't want that to, to be divided this way. Um, so we usually just recommend people just check in. We, yeah. You know, it's really simple to check in with an attorney who prepared these documents for you and say, hey, is there anything that I need to be aware of? Anything that we need mm -hmm. to update? Uh, and it can happen pretty much any time. The only time when 
you start to run into issues is when people run into um, cognitive decline. Yes. And that's the biggest problem that we usually see is that nobody even plans their estate until it's already Mm -hmm. well into a significant cognitive decline. And where we were discussing earlier about a power of attorney and plannings for that so that you have someone who's able to make decisions and help you out. Uh, If you do not have a power of attorney, then you end up with conservatorship issues. And that's a whole other ball game. Um, If you have someone who no longer has the capacity to understand what they have, what they own, how they how they want to divide it, uh, who their heirs are. When you get into those situations that, you know, mom or dad doesn't really remember everybody, doesn't remember that somebody passed away or somebody had a child or whatever. Mm-hmm. They are not remembering those little details. They don't really have the ability to make a will or to change a will. So by that point, it's kind of way too late. So then you file an emergency conservatorship or file for an emergency conservatorship. And yes, yeah, so we have there's there's two different types of conservatorships and Tennessee is is rather strange in this. A lot of other states call it guardianships. Mm. We call it conservatorship if you're over 18. And you're going to file if you have an emergency situation where someone is in immediate dire need of the protection of the court. They maybe they're in a facility and nobody has any power or authority to make decisions. Nobody can help pay their bills. They, they didn't plan anything. No one no one has access. Um, then you have an emergency situation. So that's when you would file for those emergency conservatorships. They are only 60 days in length mm-hmm. and it's very difficult to get the process completed in 60 days there. It's just very difficult to do. Um, And you still end up then having to file for the permanent conservatorship if that person is not making a recovery sufficient that they can sort of go out doing whatever they need to do. Typically, the emergencies that terminate are for um, younger folks with severe mental health issues. They they have sort of an acute incident that happens. And and we need to help them through that once they're stable, once they're, they're back on their feet then we don't need to have that power over them and the conservatorship can end and it's not a problem. But uh, most people end up, they're not going to make a recovery. And so it does have to be a permanent conservatorship. And that is uh, a very lengthy process. It's very involved with the courts. Um, It can be highly contested among the family members, but it's also the person who's going to go under the conservatorship. They don't want to. They're angry. They're very frustrated with the idea that they're not going to have power and and some of their rights are going to be taken away and given to someone else. Um, And it creates a lot of of stress on everyone involved in the process. Right. You know, I would think that with Arosa Care working with people over a period of time, all people in the family are going to get the feeling Arosa Care is is interested in helping mom or a dad or whomever it is. And so when issues come up, they may look to you for some direction. That's exactly right. We we just had a similar situation just last week. um, And, uh, you know, again, late at night going to the emergency room and, you know, healthcare power of attorney. So I want to advocate and make sure that 
my client's needs are being met and, and, and what have you. So yes, it is a very important part. And again, we're so honored. Yet we will also, you know, we will take everything, everyone's opinion into consideration. But the bottom line is do no harm. So what is in the best interest of my client? Versus, it's not my best interest. It's what's in the best interest of my client. You know, earlier, Melinda, you had mentioned as far as being on life support and all. So we try to educate or we do educate individuals. Now, whether or not they're ready to receive the information, that's another story. But, um, you know, family members, they trust us. We had a situation where in an individual was in ICU and daughter was out of the country unable to get back in time and you know consulted with us we we already had all the client's wishes known everything was documented well in advance our our relationships with our clients can last anywhere from two weeks to you know 20 years it really depends on the situation so we knew our client well and had proof of all documentation and yes it's it's painful but yet we have to honor our client's wishes and so yes i mean can you imagine going ahead and say saying to the physician this this these were her wishes and this is proof and the daughter wasn't able to make it back in time from out of the country but by george she was very appreciative of us being there with her mama we have a, another question, and this one sort of is a follow-up on the original one. Uh, this is another listener, and they said, I had no idea that a request could be made of changing your will after you died. Tell us more about that, and can this be avoided? Uh, well, there are statutes in place where um, if a spouse of an individual, uh, you may have a situation where they are not provided for um maybe they're provided for in a very small way uh if they had you know some prenups or some other things going on you, you run into some different issues uh we see a lot of seniors who get remarried in yes. their very late years right. and they may have a relationship with someone for a very short period of time and the rest of the family feels like that person is taking advantage of them and is very upset. So they try to encourage you know, mom or dad to go and get a will and leave only a nominal amount to that person. Um, and so when that happens, the statutes allow for the uh, spouse to elect against the will, which means they can say, I, I disagree and I don't want whatever the will is giving me. I want this. Um, and so it can be, um, it could be up to half of the estate. It could be as little as a third of the estate, but it's something. And it's usually a, a lot more than what they were going to be given under the will. And there's really nothing anyone can do uh, to prevent that because it's part of the statutory scheme that allows a spouse to be taken care of um, even when and you know we run into a lot of will contests when we have folks who make wills and later in life and they have these these big changes that happen you do run into a lot of family members who are always trying to contest wills uh, but it is sort of a mechanism that allows for a spouse who feels like maybe they've wrongfully been eliminated substantially from a will uh, to still inherit a, a pretty sizable portion of an estate um it's just a difficult 
situation. There's really nothing you can do to avoid it unless you are making a proper estate plan. And maybe you've transferred a lot of other assets over into a trust and you've put those where you want them. So they're not part of your will. So even if they're electing against your will, they're not going to receive much because there's not much that goes through your actual estate. Do you have a clue of that happening before it happens? Uh, we we typically we can just look at a situation and we look at the family dynamics and we think, yeah, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. And it, and yeah. typically if someone is coming to me and they're saying, hey, I only want to leave 10% to my spouse, I let them know on the front end, well, here's here's what they can do when you pass away. They can elect against your will and they can still try to, to claim more of a share. So what do we want to do in order to try to prepare for that? Um, and again, this is where I often tell people, sit down, mm-hmm. tell everybody what your plan is and why. And then that way, you're not surprised. Yeah. And, and you know, with the holidays coming, Bart, I mean, that is a perfect time to sit down. I mean, and I appreciate earlier you had said two to five years is what, you know, is pretty commonplace. But yet, it's like when you are together during the holidays, I mean, who wants to really talk about all this? But that's a perfect time to say, okay, let's gather around. And I just want to let you kids know this is what your dad and I have decided to do. Or, you know, we want your input. We will hear it. We will, you know, and then we just have to have an understanding. We will respectfully, you will respect our wishes, right? So communication is key. Communication is key. And an open line of communications with lots of love. Yes, yes, lots of love. And, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, I I see this quite often wherein, you know, a parent is on this end of the spectrum. You know, it's like a tug of war. And it's like the bottom line, what I sense here within these walls is love. And how we approach it is very differently. How you're communicating your love is, is can be off-putting to mom, right? So again, navigating or facilitating a healthy conversation. And, and again, the, with Arosa Care, yes. being able to, to sort yes. of share and sure. keep the peace yeah. among everyone. We That's soften so the blow, so And to I speak. definitely feel like with Arosa, they're so good about making sure there's great communication among everyone in the family. So you don't have just that one sibling who's in charge of everything, right. who's the, who is the gatekeeper of knowledge. When Arosa's involved, for one, they have a lot of medical knowledge. And so when they're talking with a doctor and discussing these very complicated issues, they know the questions to ask and they know how to communicate with the doctor and, you know, speak doctor. So that's what I like to call it. (laughs) Talk doctor. They know how to do that. And so then they know how to then translate that to the rest of the family and making sure that everyone in the family has information so that nobody feels like they're just left out of the conversation Mm -hmm. completely, which is just, is absolutely wonderful. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you on behalf of my colleagues in Arosa as a whole thank you for that but you know one thing too I think it's really important for individuals to know that because you have the you're considered the healthcare power attorney by George mom still has her voice dad still has his voice so off there are times where I have seen where family members they just take it to the nth degree and you talk about sibling rivalry or whatever and it's like well you know you're there to represent when mom no longer cannot speak for herself. And, and, and we will be right back. Sorry. So stay with us. News Radio WGNS. 
Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak where my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go, you can get pastas or chicken, you know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. When's the best time to buy tires for your ride? When you can buy them at cost, that's when. And it just so happens, all this week at Tire World, you can buy your favorite tire brands of tires at cost. The Tire World at cost sale is going on all this week. Come see the professionals at Tire World and leave in a brand new set of tires. Tire World. Tire World, we keep your family rolling. With locations in Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Laverne. Online at tireworld.us. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Come see us for all your gardening needs. We'd have everything you want for those gardens and your lawns. If you're needing special gifts or if you're trying to take care of your feathered friends and furry friends, please come see us. Tina, where are you located? The Rutherford Co-op is located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. And you don't have to be a member to shop here. The Rutherford Farmers Co-op on Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off South Church. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. We are accepting text questions only this morning. This is our Senior Moments broadcast brought to you by Arosa Care. And we're focusing today on uh, getting your will together, your estate planning, having it all together and being ready for any surprises that uh, might come along. It's called life, Bart. That's right. It is life. Uh and it changes constantly. Uh, in addition to Aaron Keogh Rankin, we have a local attorney, Melinda Brown, with us. And Melinda, you said you need to review that will or estate plan about every five years or so. Yeah, I, I would say five is the maximum. Typically, we, we do encourage people to at least pull it out and look at it every couple of years to see whether or not there's something that, that they would like to change or modify. Um, as attorneys, when we're doing estate planning, we often try to come up with every possible scenario and we try to make our language in our estate plans broad enough that it doesn't need to be modified all the time, but also specific enough that everyone knows what your what your wishes are right. so it's a delicate balance and sometimes that language is not entirely clear or sometimes uh there's some scenario we didn't think about that just no one would have anticipated so we always like to review those regularly and just make sure that they're still up to date and, and that the family is aware it sounds like because it sounds like surprises happen later. Yes, usually. And uh, sometimes the, the hardest part is we have someone who was the main sibling who cared for the parent, and they take them down to 
an attorney and have them redo everything and and you run into a lot of issues because that then is a surprise to everyone in the family later on and if there was a major shifted change in what their estate plan was um, that benefits that person with the power of attorney uh, then you run into a lot of challenges and, and there's a lot of legal issues that come up that's where we end up fighting so much and I, I hate to see people who worked hard their whole life to build what they could to pass on to their children and then have everyone argue over it and the only one who ends up with all the money is the attorneys and that's the worst mm. scenario that that I can think of because that's not that's not fair it's not honoring that person and it's not helping any of the children involved but it helps the attorneys and you know that's that's always that's what we're there for is to help our clients but uh, I just feel like that is a failure on the part of the attorney who has, has planned and has provided the estate planning. If the, um, if the estate plan ends up creating enough chaos that there's really nothing to pass on. Yeah, there's no win. Right? Yeah, Nobody wins. So. And Aaron, tell us a little more about Arosa Care, how you fit into this whole picture, and how you can make life move a whole lot more friendly. Well, it's just a matter of just helping navigate the conversation and advocating for the client and the family, most importantly, the client. Um, on behalf of the client and just reaching out to resources such as Melinda and um, just tapping in and helping navigate the client's wishes. Um, this, this journey called life is not always easy. It's easier for some individuals and it's more difficult for others. And with Arosa, as a, we're a healthcare provider, um, but we we serve as care managers and on the flip side, caregivers. And um, you know, it's an integrated care management model, and we're honored to to help. And again, it's just we're we're advocates, and we. Um, you know, we help navigate that conversation. And Melinda, what should people be thinking if they don't have an estate plan or anything planned? Uh, what should they do first? Uh, first things uh, first is just contact an attorney. A lot of people are are afraid to contact attorneys. Maybe we're we're kind of scary and intimidating people sometimes. Um, and a lot of people feel like it's going to cost thousands of dollars. And I don't have anything big enough. Hey. I mean, we, we do just basic powers of attorney and, um, it, you know, living wills and stuff. We, we do that stuff for just, you know, a hundred bucks or something. It's, it's mm-hmm. not much. I mm-hmm. mean, those, those are very simple things that will at least put some kind of a process in place where the person can start thinking about what they need. The, the whole point of putting your estate together is is not to give thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to an attorney to make something really weird and complicated um, unless that's really truly what you need so a lot of times if people contact me you know that's all we're going to do we're going to schedule that appointment it's always free consultations to come in we discuss their needs and then we talk about really truly what do they need and so they just need to find someone who can discuss what what will happen what the law actually says versus what people think it says because that's not the same thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) most of the time um so that would really be the first step is just contact a local attorney 
you know, yes, you can get it off the internet a lot cheaper, but mm. it doesn't mean that it's going to do what you want it to do or right. that you'll know what it says. Sure. And before we leave, I would like for Aaron, if you would, to just sort of give us a thumbnail sketch of what people need to do to get with Arosa right, Care and see what us. you can yes, what, what absolutely. You can do for them. When in doubt, check it out. Give us a call. Um, here in Murfreesboro, we're we're located all in Middle Tennessee. We have an office here in Murfreesboro, Shelbyville, Clarksville, and Nashville. Um, here in the borough, contact us at 615-848-6774. And you can always reach us online at arosacare.com. Give us a call. We will assess as far as have that conversation on the phone, and then we will set up a time as far as we feel like, you know, you definitely need care management. We'll meet with you, and then we will go ahead and direct you to Melinda or direct you to the appropriate party, and we will walk walk alongside you the whole way. Thank you for joining us today and for helping so many people. Erin Keogh Rankin with Arosa Care visiting with us along with local attorney Melinda Brown. This is a special edition of the Action Line. It's designed to help you, and we hope that it did. Hey, stay with us. Much more to come. Take care. Thank you.